This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 825 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have Christine Dunn, and she is with North Star Realty Group. Christine, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you. I appreciate that, Charlie. Thanks for being on the show and uh, <laughs> what you're doing there and all that fun stuff. And uh, I understand you're in a new location. Is that correct? Yes. Oh my gosh. We just, um, we're, we're growing exponentially and it's been really fun. Wild ride, right? Anytime there's growth, there's excitement with that. Um, and we went from maybe mm, a couple of hundred square feet to a couple thousand square feet. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I love growth. And, uh, certainly that probably correlates with the growth we've seen in Southwest Florida. I mean, it's been off the charts and, and, even things like Hurricane Ian can't knock us down. We're coming back, baby. Uh, you are not kidding. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm sure our listeners, they probably figured it out, you know, uh, North Star Realty Group, that you're involved in real estate. But why don't you share the wonderful things that you're doing in the community? Wow, thank you. That What a great opportunity to share a little bit about what we're doing. Um, you know, North Star Realty Group is something a little bit different than our traditional real estate world is used to. Uh, typically, if you're working with a builder, you're working for the builder, and you don't get to sell resale also. In our scenario, actually, we've partnered with a builder, which is called North Star Technologies, and they've got a building system that's actually building homes without concrete block, wood, or steel. So as an agent at our brokerage, it's exciting because now you get the opportunity to share the future of construction with the world, but also you have the opportunity to help your, your normal traditional buyers and sellers with their buying and selling needs. Wow. So I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> no wood, lock, what was the other? Uh... Or steel. Or steel. Wow. Right. So uh, how, how does one build those homes? I know, right? What are they building it with? We are not using leaves. We're not using sand. Like We're actually using... What, what was it? The, uh, the house of, of sticks? A house of... Uh... Bricks. Sticks, and... bricks, and straw, maybe? Man, it's been... Yeah, yeah. Something I think straw like was the first one to go down, and then they they tried the sticks, and that didn't work. So uh, the final one... Yeah. So is that... Are you using that last one? Uh, no, Down. we're not using brick either. We are actually sure. using a composite material. Uh-huh. It's called FRP, and that stands for fiberglass reinforced polymer. And it's just a composite that we're using. It's stronger than steel. Um, it's not corrosive. It doesn't mold. It doesn't rust. Um, and it's up to 250 mile per hour impact resistant. So Dang. it's really exciting, especially <laughs> on the brink of, of Ian, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. I, I, this is amazing. I mean, timing is everything. We are, uh, speaking of moving, we're now living in Ave Maria temporarily because our home on Fort Myers Beach was annihilated by Hurricane Ian. So, uh, oh my gosh. We might have to talk off to mic that. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least you're in a beautiful place, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't, you could. You could throw a dart blindfold in Southwest Florida and land just about you know anywhere that's beautiful. So we are fortunate there. No doubt. Yeah. So the real estate business, tell us a little bit about your journey into it and why you got into real estate. Oh, yes. Um, well, it's funny. I, I came from a medical sales background. I went to Florida State University and graduated with a degree in exercise physiology. And I ended up, found myself in medical sales. Um, but that was in the Charleston, South Carolina area. 
I met my husband through some mutual friends, and that's how I ended up in Southwest Florida. You would not believe this, but I did not ever choose real estate for myself, never even thought about doing real estate. Um, but when I moved to Naples, I kept running into this woman. I met, I ran into her at the beach like three or four days in a row. Then, if, you know, a few days later, I, I saw her at the grocery store, and then I saw her at the gym. I mean, I saw her everywhere, and she was in real estate, and she ended up finally saying to me, what are you doing here? Why do I keep running into you? Long story short, she needed an assistant, and she said, let's come and spend the day with me and just see what you think, and I said no probably a couple of times, and finally she said, did you find a job yet? And I said no. She's like, just spend the day with me and see what you think. I'll pay you 25 bucks an hour. I need an assistant. I said, fine. What the heck? So I did, and then after the first day, I was like, oh, I'm in. Totally. Wow. Sign me up. (laughs) Wow. Good for you. Yeah, it's like one of those, you know it when you know it, right? Yeah. So I spent the day with her that day, and then I assisted her for about a year, and then, you know, in your late 20s, you think you can do something better than the person teaching you, right? You still had a little bit of that ego thing. So I thought, well, she can do this. I can do this. So I got my license, and uh, I took it off and and just decided I was going to go on my own, and then that's kind of where it all began. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> How about mis- misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear you can speak to? Misconceptions in the industry uh, as pertains to anything in particular or just in general? No, whatever comes to mind. I mean, you covered one there in the beginning that uh, all homes must be made of uh, uh, wood or steel or whatever the other or concrete block. are. So, so you already covered one. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I think a misconception is that... Um, you know, you, you have to work with only buyers and sellers, right? And that if you are in general real estate, that's, um, you know, that you can't work also for a builder. We're, we're breaking that just by, by having partnered with a builder ourselves um, and, and breaking the barrier of entry too, right? And so for us, we are Florida product approved, the FR, our FRP product. So most times, you know, you get a company and they want to do something different, but they don't have the science behind it. They haven't been approved by the state. And we actually are approved, you know, we're, we are Florida product approved. And that actually allows us to to have passed all of the most astringent building codes pretty much that are available, which means we can build anywhere, not just here. So are you then working specifically with, say, folks like myself who are looking to building a new home? Or are you also working with People say, hey, Christine, I want to sell my home. Can you can you list it for me and sell it for me? What's your role in all this? Yeah, you know, a little bit of all of it, right? Yeah. So I've been in, in real estate since 2011 and with North Star Realty Group um, for just the past few months, actually. We're growing exponentially. And what I've been in general real estate, that's what I've always done and sold a lot of new construction working with builders, but never in this capacity, right? Never having the opportunity to sell a new product um, from the inside, I guess you could say, rather than just bringing someone in, uh, which they're both great, certainly not saying anything negative. And I want to be clear, if you're a realtor and you're not with um, North Star Realty Group, it doesn't mean you can't sell our product. We partner with realtors and builders, and there's lots of different ways to get involved with what we're doing. If someone could come to me, like you mentioned, you might have a lot somewhere we can build there. Someone can also come to us and say, we don't have a lot, but we'd like to, to build your product. We actually kind of started with a small footprint home just to sort of test 
the water down here in Southwest Florida, and it is just blown up. So many people are so interested in these small footprint homes. We don't say tiny homes, right? Because actually, tiny homes are not real estate, right? They're not real property. They're sold through the DMV with a title, right? It's not like a title of a house. It's completely different. And so that was something that was interesting to learn. But that product line was about 450 to 1,000 square feet. And then people started saying, well, wait, can you build, you know, something larger than that? And then we thought, oh, gosh, we haven't even told them that we can do all these other wonderful things. And so we just kind of started with that, and it's really exploded from there. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. All right, so outside of the real estate business, what are you doing for fun? Oh, well, um, I am obsessed with fitness and nutrition. I I mentioned earlier that I have a degree in exercise physiology uh, with a minor in nutrition, and so that has always stuck with me. Um, One of my favorite pastimes, I guess I could say, um, I went pro as an IFBB bikini um, in bodybuilding a few years ago, so I'm a bikini pro. (laughs) I love bodybuilding and just anything physical. Um, Yoga is a huge passion of mine also, and just really anything active, anything outdoors. Now, where are you working out at? Uh, Right now, uh, and actually for the last probably seven, eight years-ish, I've been, I really primarily go to Smash Fitness in Bonita. That's my favorite spot. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we we interviewed them. They were on the show uh, probably about a year and a half ago. They also have a location in uh, Gateway. They do, and they actually yeah. just opened one in Cape Coral as well. So, oh, good for them. Yeah, they're a great couple. Love them yeah. as people, love them as business owners, and they're nice to have around here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right, how about when it comes to Hardship Life Challenge? What comes to mind a period of time you were challenged, got through it, and now you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Well, um, interestingly enough, I had an aneurysm in my subclavian artery in 2013-ish. Um, unbeknownst to me, I had an, uh, an extra cervical rib on the left side, and it fused to my first rib. Long story short of it, everything kind of got stuck in my brachial plexus, and I ended up with an aneurysm because of all the overhead movements that I was doing in bodybuilding to build right. up my shoulders and have nice round shoulder caps. Um, and so because of that, I ended up with this aneurysm. It was shooting clots down my arm, and uh, I found out because I would lose feeling in my hand, it would turn white. I'm like, what is going on? It looked like a fake hand at one point. It was just no blood flow. And long story short of it, we figured it out. And they told me, well, you know, you might not be able to use your hand. You might not be able to do bodybuilding anymore. But, you know, we'll fix it. It'll be fine. I did get fixed and everything was fine. But I did go on to continue bodybuilding because no one's going to be telling me how I'm going to live my life. Um, And so I ended up going pro quite a few years after that. Wow. 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 You know, that's so inspiring. (laughs) I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Kind of a similar story, although she wasn't a bodybuilder, but very active rock climber and this and that, and had a terrible accident falling off her roof, almost had her wrist amputated. Um, and, you know, but she survived through all that. And at whatever point, she did physical therapy for two years. At one point, she asked a physical therapist who she got to know really well because it was like every day. Um, you know, when am I going to be able to? to just do simple things and get back to an active life. And the response was never, you know, you're, you're just never going to be able to put any real weight on this. And she's like, well, how can you say that to me? You know? That's how I felt. Yeah. And, you know, it was interesting. The response from the therapist was, well, most people, the vast majority of people who go through therapy 
they don't do the extra work, the exercises, and, and come on a regular basis and all that. And he said, if, if you do, then there is a good chance you can get back to life. So um, 10 years later, I mean, she's been, she, she sends her surgeon and her therapist. Uh, she's climbed rocks all over the globe and always sends photos of her doing it back to thank them for, you know, getting her active again. So it's, uh, yeah, good testament. You're a great testament to we put our mind to it. Yeah, it may be painful and scary at times, but we can accomplish way more than maybe some people give us credit to. So, Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely, I think I think most people, though, if you tell them they can't do something, I, well, I shouldn't say most, maybe not, but yeah. I know I'm the kind of person, if you tell me I can't do something, I definitely will do it then. <laughs> you're, you're at a different level. Most people will go. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll watch TV instead. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. I wish they would just get rid of TV altogether, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, but, but it's a lot of work. I mean, you, I, I know bodybuilding. I had a chain of health clubs. Uh, I had an army of personal trainers. We, we, we actually ran bodybuilding shows back in the 80s. I mean, oh, that's uh, so cool. I, I was a big fan of Arnold and Rachel McLeish. And, I yeah. mean, I could rattle off all kinds of names that you may or may not recognize a few years have gone by but um yeah. and i know how hard you all work i mean it's it talk about dedication holy mackerel yeah, yeah. but man when you're in it and, and you know because if you're in that world when you're in it there's nothing that can derail you from that i yeah. mean you're so focused and you're just so in it that it's a different discipline people ask me well how can you just go from competing to not competing i'm like well it's a complete mind shift and it's a it's yeah. literally like a switch it flips on and it's off and you have to be mentally strong enough to be all in when the switch is on and be okay with what you look like as a normal person when the switch is off um and for me i think and for anyone out there that's never bodybuilded like it's more mental than anything physical i mean everyone sees the physical part of it but they have no idea what the mental side of it actually is no, because like you said, you know, it's it's the whole diet nutrition thing. It's it's the working out hours and hours a day, um, it's, which is not that's a misconception. You asked me about misconceptions earlier. That is actually a misconception. Well, not all all the way, yeah, but yeah. the hours of working out was not a thing for me. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, partly of that might have just been genetics, but the the workouts didn't change significantly from when I was competing yeah. or when I wasn't. The only thing that really changed was my food choices, right? Yeah. And I like to say food choices because diets are, are short-term, and I guess it is a type of dieting, but I just I feel like there's too many bad things around the, yeah. the word dieting in general. So my food choices were really the only things that changed. Now, how about your intensity? Did you find uh, intensity picked up when you for were sure. competing? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because yeah. when you're excited about something, you actually have your mind towards something of what yeah. you want, then your your intensity for sure picks up. And then, of course, my cardio would would change as well. You know, the the cardio would increase. But as far as, like, the actual workouts themselves, they would get a little more intense, but not really that much different. It, it didn't turn from, like, a half hour of working out to, like, three hours of working out. It was, like, you know, my 45 minutes to an hour lifts were still 45 minutes to an hour, and then I would just be adding in the cardio here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So, how about I hate to I hate to leave this topic because we can talk about this all day. But you know, back to you as a realtor, you know, the one thing you wish our listeners knew, what would that be? The importance of connecting with a realtor in general, um, because I think we all think, oh, we can get a better deal if we go directly to the seller, or oh, we can get a better deal if we go directly to the builder. But the reality is, then you have no one working for you on your side. 
you don't have anyone rooting for you. So if you go to the builder directly, the agent that's sitting on the other side of that desk, they work for the builder. They're not advocating for you. They're going to get the commission regardless of if they sell it to you or they get it to somebody else. But at the end of the day, they're not working on your behalf. You don't have representation and you don't actually get a better deal regardless of what they say. You're not getting like whatever the agent was going to make for a commission. You're not getting that off of the sale. And it's the same for the listing agent. If you go straight to the listing agent, you're not going to get a better deal. Now you just have an agent in between both you and the seller. They can only talk to you about some things. They can't say everything to either one of you. Uh, because Florida is a transactional state. It's not a, a single agent state. So I think that's something probably people may or may not know. But we are a transactional state. And unless you have signed a single agent agreement, then your agent is acting as a transaction broker, which mm. means that they're acting on behalf of the transaction, not necessarily the person. Very, very interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's a relationship business like many, many businesses, right? Find that yeah. person who you connect with, you trust, obviously. Yeah. And Make sure the, you have the right yeah. person for the right time to find the right place. Yeah. yeah. Well, and on that note, those who are listening and want to get in touch, uh, want to learn more, what's the best way for them to do so? Yeah, they can send me an email at Christine, and that's spelled with a K, so it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, Christine at Northstar, T-G-I. That's T as in Tom, G as in Gopher, I as in Ian. NorthstarTGI.com. Uh, they can find me on social media. Get it done, Christine. Um, nice. Or they can go to NorthstarTGI.com, the website itself. Awesome. Well, Christine, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And uh, we wish you the best going forward there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.